Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Hey y'all, welcome back to GoPro, the podcast that gives you all the tools to learn, grow, and transition. Thank you guys so much for tuning in each week, and I want to take a moment to acknowledge all the people who have left reviews, comments, your feedback is duly noted, and I appreciate you guys so much. To kick off this week's episode, I want to ask you guys, have you ever been your own worst enemy? I'll answer that for you. Yes, everyone has. And at the core of all those unwise decisions you were making, nine times out of 10, they were driven by ego. The title of this podcast is How Not to Become Your Own Worst Enemy and Three Keys to Detach from Ego. You know, people often scrutinize athletes for their big egos, which is rightfully so, but it's almost it's almost how we're wired to think. You know, everything is a competition. Your performance is measured daily and you're constantly compared to your peers in every aspect. Fans are constantly cheering your name. Media is interviewing you after the game. Whenever you go out to the bar, you get to skip the line. People buy you drinks or when you're in a restaurant, you get special treatment or service. That pattern of your ego being stroked, it doesn't stop once you leave the stadium. And thinking back on it, a few guys who I played with adopted that mindset and that character and they fed into that ego and and claimed that it may have helped them play better in certain situations. But what happens when that same ego that you believe helps you on the field starts to show up in other areas of your life and becomes detrimental, like your relationships or how you treat people who aren't as privileged as you? Personally, when I think back to when I was playing in college, I can think of multiple times where I used my emotional intelligence to manipulate and serve myself rather than serving others. Well, maybe you aren't an athlete. Maybe you just grew up in a very structured environment and your whole upbringing was based on a one-size-fits-all bubble. You know, private school, standardized testing. When you were a kid, you were told to fit in to stay in line. And now that you're older, the narrative is to stand out. Everyone's telling you, you need your own voice. You need your own brand. And you now have this freedom to to be your own person in the midst of everyone else attempting to do the same. And if you're taking notes from society, if you're taking notes from social media, it'll tell you the way to do that is to show off everything you have. Make your life look as glamorous as possible in comparison to your peers. Get as many likes as you can. Get as many followers as you can because that's what's going to make you whole. So you see, no matter which way you spin it, it's a very egocentric culture that we live in today. Before we get into three keys to detach from ego, I want to share with you guys a quick story about Marcus Aurelius. Now, Marcus Aurelius was one of the most respected emperors in Roman history. If anybody's seen the movie Gladiator, which is one of my favorites, he's played by actor Richard Harris. And he's the old wise emperor of Rome who appoints Maximus, whom he loves as a son, to be his successor. But he ends up being murdered by his son, Commodus, before his wish can be fulfilled. 
which is besides the point, but during his rule, he was loved by almost everyone. And every now and then he would take these walks through the Roman town square where all of the people were. He was admired by the women, respected by the men, and praised by everyone. But as they shouted his name, he would have his closest advisor whisper in his ear these words, you are just a man. And I believe Marcus Aurelius did this because he understood that we're defined by our patience when we have nothing and our humility when we have everything. So I want you guys to keep that story in the back of your mind because we're going to refer to it again as we discuss how not to become your own worst enemy and the three keys to detach from ego. Key number one, plain and simple, is to serve. At the root of all your decisions, it comes down to the simple question of, are you doing this work to facilitate growth or for personal gain? You know, which is more important, getting or letting go? Hopefully everyone believes they were put on this earth for a reason and that we aren't just all blobs of matter roaming this planet until we die. So if you're someone who believes in, let's just say, alignment with the universe, the transmission of energies, deep down, you know for a fact you're living life according to a divine plan. If we look at the universe, every element and aspect of it is constantly serving. You know, the water provides us with energy. The trees provide us with nourishment. The air provides us with life. The sun provides us with light and grows our plants. So when we take a step back, the only way to be in line with the universe is to serve. Being in line with the universe is choosing service as your focus. I was watching this documentary on monks. And one thing I learned is they go through this period where they detach from their physical bodies. They remove themselves from worldly objects and society. They shave their heads and they're trained in this belief that if you can dissolve your understanding from your physical presence, you can focus on the inside. And if you can switch off and close your eyes, which is why they close their eyes when they meditate and detach from the physical presence, you can focus your efforts on serving others. And the biggest takeaway that I got from this documentary is detachment doesn't mean you own nothing, but it means nothing owns you. So I say all that to say, Moving towards service means shifting that focus from ourselves to others. If you're a Christian and you believe that God sent his only son to live a perfect life and then die on the cross for the sins of this world, the act of him sending his only son when he didn't have to is humility in itself, is service in itself. And to take it a step further, Jesus's entire life revolved around serving others his entire existence he lived a life in such a way that people were drawn to him and what did he do he pointed them to the source of life that was in him so i encourage you today get over your greed get over your ego and recognize that when you serve others there's a value exchange one externally in what you're giving to them but another internally that happens within you key number two Shifting towards self-esteem. How do we maintain our self-esteem and confidence and not get lost in ego? In the process of controlling our ego, we don't want to downplay our self-esteem. Throughout the day, we have a lot of conversations going on 
and most of them are in our own head. You know, there's usually two voices that are telling us two different opinions about the same thing. And the one that usually wins is the one that we feed. Every time you repeat a thought that's fueled by ego and greed, you're feeding that voice. But on the contrary, anytime you listen to that voice that's being led with humility, compassion, and even confidence, you're feeding that voice. And as time goes on, the voice that you've been feeding the most is usually the easiest to give in to. So during this next exercise, I wanna give you guys examples of the two. And you can determine for yourself if you've fallen victim to your own ego. Ego says, I already know this. But self-esteem says, you know, I may know the big picture, but there may be some parts that I don't know. Self-esteem can learn from anyone. You know, I learned this part, but maybe there's more for me. Ego drowns curiosity and self-esteem grows curiosity. It doesn't want to settle for pretending like it knows or assuming it knows. Ego wants to prove itself to everyone. Self-esteem wants to express itself and share its creativity and not to do it to prove a point. You know, when you're with your friends, be, be aware of these indicators and signals that may show up in the form of ego. For example, expressing your own personal growth through someone else's failure, making yourself feel better through someone else's mistake. Ego demands respect, is always looking for others to respect them and validate them, and you know, is always wondering, why don't they listen to me? Versus self-esteem, which commands respect through setting an example. And last but not least, ego is self-centered, always focusing on what can I get from this? How does this benefit me? Versus self-esteem, which is service-centered. And ask questions like, what can I share? How can I contribute? How can I serve? So I hope those examples gave you a clear picture between the two and a few things you can assess in your own life and start implementing to move towards self-esteem. Last but not least, the third key to not becoming your own enemy and detaching from ego is to realize that you are just a piece to the puzzle. The way you overcome your ego is to recognize that you're simply a channel, an instrument. And when you come to this realization that everything you're given is because someone else has given to you and someone has given to that person who gave to you, it allows you to feel liberated because you don't have to feel that pressure of carrying everything on your shoulders. You simply just realize that you're a vessel and you're here to transfer everything that you've learned to others. It allows you whenever your ego gets in the way to get in the habit of passing the information and wealth you obtain to others. Because as soon as you think you figured it out, as soon as you think that you've made it, is when you let ego into the driver's seat. And it's in that same moment that usually ends in catastrophe. So I encourage you to use that same realization of, I think I've made it, I think I've finally got it, as a reminder that there's always another level to go to. There's always more learning that can be done. There's always another stage that you can achieve. So just to recap, the three keys to not becoming your worst enemy and detaching from ego was number one, serve others. Number two, shift towards self-esteem. And number three, realize that you're just a piece to a greater puzzle. 
So as we close and you get ready to start your day or maybe you're listening to this before bed, think back to the story of the Roman emperor who had his advisor whisper in his ear, you're merely just a man. In the midst of all the praise and all the glory, he was able to stay grounded. And the first step was he was humble enough to listen. Who's in your circle that's trying to warn you from becoming your own worst enemy? Someone around you is feeling the tension that you're ignoring. You know, they aren't distracted by your own internal narrative and, and what you're telling yourself in your own head. They're connecting some dots and they may be trying to tell you something. So pay attention to the wisdom of the voices around you. You know, most people who become their own worst enemy were warned, but they wouldn't listen. They thought, oh, that person just must be hating. They just want, they just want what I got because they're not me, because they're not in my shoes, because they haven't accomplished what I have accomplished. Be careful. Don't discount information because of the source. Whose advice are you ignoring today that may be trying to warn you? What's one area in your life where you've allowed ego to take control? And how do you plan on implementing the three keys to detach from that area? As we close, I just want to encourage you guys to lead with intention, lead with humility, and leave a legacy. Thanks for tuning in this week. As listeners, I can't stress this enough. You guys mean the absolute world to me. So please keep commenting, keep leaving reviews, and even feedback on topics you'd like to hear on the GoPro podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Nate Brown. Thanks for listening to the GoPro podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.